hypnotherapist Paul McKenna, uh, a regular on daytime TV and other shows as well. He's joining us on the line now from London. Hello, Paul. How's it going, buddy? Hello, Chris. Uh, Yeah, very good. Uh, Nice to talk to you, my friend. Uh, You too. Now, these are very strange times, obviously, we're living through. And what we thought we'd do, because we saw you uh, yesterday on this morning on TV, and we thought, you know what, we'll get you in to to give a little bit of advice to the Manx population on how to deal with some of the things we're going through, because they are very, very different times, aren't they? Well, they are. I mean, the, the things that people are telling me is, firstly, the stress of it all. And that's for a number of reasons, because uh, people don't like the unknown. It always comes up in uh, research as one of the things that people most fear. And uh, as well as there being you know, things that are not known about the future, also there's uncertainty about um, the health of ourselves, potentially, our friends and family, the economy, you know, all sorts of things like that. And so that creates, if you like, what we call background stress or otherwise known as anxiety, a sort of feeling of foreboding that a lot of people have been reporting they're getting. Uh, And in addition to that, that disrupts people's sleep. We need to sleep well, not just for our good mental health, but also for um, our um, our actual immune system needs us to be rested so that we're strong. And then, you know, things like uh, relationships, um, uh, they come under a strain and people end up <laughs> snacking and, and over overeating and drinking excessively. So um, I suppose that the first thing I would say to anybody is if you can get a routine, that will help even if it's a simple, straightforward one, just so that you know each day there are certain signposts of things that you're going to do. And that might be walking the dog, because actually uh, walking in nature for about 20 minutes is a really good way of reducing stress. Uh, In addition to that, having some sort of um, uh, routine, you know, maybe you read a particular time or you're able to work from home or there are certain things that you absolutely do uh, which give you some sort of structure in addition to that if you notice that your moods are changing you get irritable or you suddenly just feel a little panicked or you start to catastrophize about the future inside your mind um, just know this that is normal and natural for this level of disruption Um, but there are continual negative messages from our media because there needs to be understandably but i gotta tell you i love sky news but I watch it very carefully. I just ration myself to a few minutes of what's really going on or online, and then that's it. Because if not, if you sit there all day, um, it will have an accumulative effect, uh, hearing about you know potential problems for this and body counts. Rah, 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 rah. And so um, the thing to, I think to bear in mind is that everything that this will pass. Now, of course, it could be really rough for some people, but it will pass. And there's a number of things that I get people to do. There's a, there's a fantastic technique, uh, which um, is called heart math. This is used by all four divisions of the American military for people when they go into trauma, for example, when they they get upset and get um, um, overwhelmed emotionally. And it's very simple. What you do is you you notice if you're feeling that way and you put your hand on your heart. Right. Just doing this. We do it now if you want. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, I'm there. Um, yeah, okay, this begins to reduce the stress um, hormones, right? Put your hand on your heart because there's about the same number of communication connections in the heart as there are the brain. It's really the second brain. And put your hand on your heart and put your attention there with your hand on your heart and take three deep breaths. Breathe in and then gently out. And breathe in and then gently out. And then breathe in and gently out then remember a time you felt good you know maybe you with friends having fun 
Maybe you'd fallen in love. Maybe you were laughing hard. Maybe you just relaxed on holiday and return to that time in your imagination or your memory like you're back there again now. See what you saw. Hear what you heard and feel how good you felt. That's right. Really enjoy it. That's it. Make the colors rich and bright and bold and sounds loud and the feelings really strong. Oh, that's good. And then if your heart could message you, speak to you in some way or give you some advice, in this moment, ask it, what would be best for you? And maybe you'll clearly know or maybe you'll just have a kind of idea and then agree to take some action on that piece of advice. Now, that simple technique that takes about a minute to do um, is really good if you are getting panicked. Real simple, hand on your heart, gently breathe, don't over-oxygenate yourself, and remember a time you felt good. And then get a message from your heart. And what that tends to do is that sort of resets the system, if you like, Chris. This is incredible. This is the, the NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming side of things. Paul, Sue in Onken has been in contact with us, and I've got a feeling the, the, the hand-on-heart thing we were talking about just before that uh, maybe answers this, but she said, uh, what is the best way uh, to put an unwanted thought out of your head and to stop worrying about the same problem over and over? And particularly, I'm guessing, you know, sort of two, three in the morning, the, you're lying there awake, whether you're self-isolating or you're with a group and your partner's snoring away. Those thoughts just seem to magnify, don't they? Okay, yes, it's a very good point. Now, if you wake at two or three in the morning and it seems like the world's coming to an end, that's because your brain has shut off um, a neurotransmitter called norepinephrine. And it has to do that in order for you to be able to dream, you know, to be riding on a magic carpet and then, you know, uh, talking to the Beatles and, you know, swimming in the ocean, whatever it is. Things that what it does is removes the barriers so that you can free flow. The problem is, is if you get into a negative cycle of that suddenly there isn't the buffers if you like when you awaken because uh, we've all had this waking at three in the morning and it feels like the end of the world and then at 10 o'clock the next morning you go what was i worrying about i mean that's no big deal but at the time it's felt bad so first of all know that it's purely a neurochemical issue right because your brain has to change the neurochemistry for you to relax right but it also means when you get into a nightmare that you know it seems really real at the time and even after you're woken you're still a little bit shaken and then of course it passes there is a technique and this is because this has become very popular for people that their minds are racing and they're stressed what you do is you put your right hand on your left shoulder right hand left shoulder right shoulder yep and what you do is you you notice how strong the stress is on a scale of one to ten so you know one will be nothing, 10 will be a lot. And you begin stroking the side of your arms like this and you close your eyes and you clear your mind. You clear your mind and you imagine you're walking, say, on a beach. And with each footstep you take in the sand, count out loud from one to 10 as you stroke the side of your arms. That's it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Keep stroking the side of your arms and then move your eyes laterally to the left, laterally to the right. Eyes to the left, eyes to the right. Eyes to the left, eyes to the right. Eyes to the left, eyes to the right. Now, I've only just done that for a few moments, but if you continue that sequence, walking on a beach, and then I, you know, count 
moving from one to ten, eyes to the left, eyes to the right, and you did that several times for a few minutes, you cannot help but feel very relaxed because by stroking the side of your arms, you are releasing, you're basically creating more delta in the brain. And delta is synonymous with relaxation and deep sleep. But um, this is used for helping people with panic attacks and PTSD. In fact, um, uh, I, I use this a lot with um, uh, war veterans, people in the services, police, firemen, ambulance, etc. And uh, this works incredibly well. In fact, Justin Bieber endorsed it the other day because he said it had absolutely helped with his anxiety. So there's lots of young people all, all Googling havening. This, this technique is called havening, havening techniques as in a safe haven. I've put some of the, um, the havening techniques um, on uh, YouTube, on my YouTube channel and uh, on my social media so you can view them for free. In fact, I've just uploaded nearly all my hypnotic trances onto my YouTube channel and everyone can access them for free during this challenging time to help them to uh, reduce stress and anxiety, to have deep refreshing sleep. There's a fantastic trance on there for deep sleep. So as you listen to that at night, you'll find it easy to drift off if in case you're worrying. And there's other ones there too, Chris. Fantastic stuff, Paul. This is uh, incredible. It's Max Radio. We're chatting with Paul McKenna, the hypnotherapist, talking about some techniques that can maybe help us cope with some of the things we're going through. I've got a couple more questions. Peter in Castletown asked a couple of questions, some of which we've covered, but he also says uh, sort of trying to get positive thoughts back into your head if you're worried about maybe losing your job, your income, you know, all of those things, because they're very real, very practical problems that are hanging over people. Well, they, they are, right? But, um, uh, and look, you know, I can't magic it all away. But what we can do is we can help ourselves to stay in a good frame of mind because basically um, um, a lot of people will be suffering, understandably, from the fear of fear itself. They'll be worried that they're going to worry and therefore they will worry. And um, um, whilst the, the point of worry is to alert us to potential problems, that's the job of fear. Fear says, be prepared, right? So if I'm about to step off the curb and there's a bus coming, I want a feeling of fear to pull me back. Now, in the same way, um, he's absolutely right to be concerned about potential problems with the economy, employment, all these sorts of things, and, and to be alerted to that. But continually worrying about it all day long will exhaust, it'll be exhausting and it'll be very uncomfortable as well. So what you want is an appropriate amount of uh, be prepared or alert. And then you need to spend the rest of your time in a creative good place so you can think about solutions. And also, um, as I mentioned, this will pass. I'm sure that the world will be a different place in weeks or months from now. But also, um, uh, I think it's important to be in as a healthier, that's mentally healthy and physically healthy place as possible. So what I would suggest is um, if your brain is, um, if, you're, if you're worrying about things, you're picturing them, right? The, the only way to feel bad is to either remember something bad that happened or imagine something bad that could happen, right? Unless something in that moment bad is happening, like a dog's biting you, but that doesn't really count. I'm talking about the only way to wind yourself up is to either remember bad stuff or in this case, imagine bad stuff. And the point of it is to get you prepared. But if, it, if, if your brain is doing it all, all day long, that's your brain running you and not you running your brain. So if you are worrying about all these things, terrible things happening, you're making movies and pictures in your head of this stuff, what I'd like you to do is, if it's winding you up too much, drain the colour out of those pictures or those movies. Yeah, think about something that winds you up. If I think about, ooh, crikey, the economy, you know, I don't know, terrible things, I can make myself feel wound up. But if I drain the colour out and make it black and white, it doesn't have so much emotional intensity. Then if I shrink 
the movie down so it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I float it off and stick it way off behind me. It doesn't bother me. Now, sure, it might pop back up again later, but I go, okay, anything new to tell me? No, okay, right, black and white, shrink. So by changing the pictures and the movies in our mind, because those that are big and bright and bold have greater emotional intensity than those that are dull, dim and further away. This is swish patterns, isn't it, if I remember correctly? Incredible, Stefan. It really does work. It's, I, can, I can vouch for that. It does work. We're chatting with Paul McKenna. Paul, I've got one more question. I'll come back to you. We'll play one more song, then I'll come back to you if that's OK, Bobby. We're chatting with Paul McKenna, the hypnotherapist, about some coping mechanism bits and pieces. Uh, welcome back, Paul. Joan Douglas, one last question I'm going to ask you, uh, says, and this yeah. ties in with what I saw you doing on this morning, the TV show. Yes, it ties in perfectly. Uh, I take it Joe didn't see that. Joan Douglas just says, I'm eating too much. Help. You came up with a brilliant solution that you gave to Holly, Willi- uh, Holly, Will- Holly Willoughby yesterday. What was it? Well, um, with with Holly, um, there's a, there's a technique that I use called the craving buster, and um, uh, most people have a food that they're out of control around. Uh, for a lot of people, it's chocolate, right? So they can't just have one piece; they've got to demolish the entire bar. And so the chocolate's in charge, and not you. So what I do is real simple: is I go. It takes about a minute to do this. Think about the food that you're really out of control around. Let's say it's chocolate, and then think about something that not. That you, you don't like something that you feel repulsed by that you couldn't eat so it might be say anchovies and what you do is you imagine chewing the chocolate and biting into that chocolate and then as you bite in it's got anchovy inside and you've got to keep chewing so you're tasting chocolate and anchovy anchovy chocolate chocolate and anchovy and this is really important swallow it down and then think about the chocolate so what we've done is we've taken a compulsion and a repulsion put them together and what happens is it makes it a more even playing field in terms of you you can look at the chocolate and take it or leave it so that was the technique I used with Holly you know what I say to people Chris is very simple um understandably people are going to want to eat more and drink more uh in this time of stress right because everybody changes how they feel in the world by drinking drug taking gambling sex shopping you know tv and the world's drug of choice food in particular sugar foods and so um when you, if you are out of control around particular food, use the craving buster. But as a rule of thumb, I would say these are my golden rules around uh, food. And they are when you're genuinely hungry, eat, right? And genuine hunger uh, is different to emotional hunger. So genuine hunger comes on gradually. Ooh, a bit later, I might fancy a bit of pasta or something. But emotional hunger is, ooh, I feel bored. I feel I feel worried. Ooh, right, I'm going to reach for uh, some chockey. Or I'm going to go and have something like a, uh, a donut. So, yeah. Now, um, if it's emotional hunger, my suggestion would be go to my YouTube channel and use one of the uh, trances on the YouTube channel. that You can use them for free. In 25 minutes, you'll be very relaxed and you'll feel much better. But... If it's genuine hunger, go and eat. And I say, eat what you want, not what you think you should. And that's because as soon as you make a food forbidden, it becomes all you can think about. Oh, and yeah. all the all the, all the naturally thin people I know, they eat chocolate chips, cheese, pizza, but they just don't eat it to excess. And this is how they do it. They eat it slowly and consciously. In other words, they focus on the food and nothing else. Because if you watch TV while you eat, the research shows you eat more. If you listen to the radio while you're eating, you eat more. If you read a magazine or go online, you definitely eat more. So focus on the food and nothing else. 
right? Just for the 20 minutes or so. And what I say to people is if you slow your eating speed down to about a quarter and you chew the food about 20 times, then it, it's so much easier to hear the signal from your stomach that says you're full. If you're shoveling the food in really fast, you're flooding your brain with a happy neurotransmitter, serotonin, and some endorphins. So you really don't feel the stretch on your stomach. And it's only, oh, suddenly, oh, I feel stuffed. That's because you were going too fast. Fantastic method. So Hopefully, it, sorry, I was going to say, yeah, carry on, Paul. Yeah, I was going to say, so if you slow it down, you can hear the full signal, and it's easy to stop and then leave food on your plate. Um, and people go, oh, I feel, I, I don't want to leave it on the plate. I said, where do you want it? On the plate or, you know, around your tummy? <laughs> so those are my four golden rules. You know? um, when you're hungry, eat, eat what you want, uh, eat consciously, and when you think you're full, stop. Excellent stuff. Hopefully Joe and Douglas out there will eat new questions. She does say, P.S. at the bottom, the two things I'm eating most at the moment are chocolate and anchovy. She doesn't. She doesn't say that. It's fine. Uh, Paul, <laughs> that's, uh, just remind us again of your YouTube site. What, what do people need to search for if they're looking for your, your well, videos? Just, yeah, just go, um, uh, go, go onto YouTube, put Paul McKenna in, and I think it comes up as Paul McKenna official or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I mean, there, there's all the, pretty much all the trances I've done, and not just in English as well, uh, are there uh, for this time. Um, already they're getting hundreds of thousands of viewings and listenings. There's, there's a bunch of video techniques as well. But, um, uh, you know, this is um, uh, something I want to do to help people because right now we have a genuine virus, but the other if you like, viruses, the anxiety, the stress, potentially the PTSD that people you know, may suffer from as a result of this, this time. And so I want to give people a way to get freedom from that worry and that anxiety and, and to feel good at a time when they really need it. Fabulous. Paul McKenna, hypnotherapist. Check out the YouTube channel. And as soon as it's over, buddy, we'll get together for a beer. Looking forward to that. Paul, thanks for talking to us. Absolutely. God bless, my friend. Take care.